Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hmm, no, no, that's not happening. He'll join us at 1.30 on top of everything that he's going to be doing with pregame, halftime, and uh, the overtime show uh, tomorrow for our Bills coverage. And we're going to continue on with our lineup of guests today. And right now we're going to reach out to the Western hotline and go to Matt Perino from NewYorkUpstate.com Syracuse.com covers the Bills on a regular basis along with Ryan Talbot both of those guys do a great job covering the Bills and he joins us right now Matt it's always great to have you on the show and uh, thanks for taking the time today to join me here I feel very honored, Mr. Wilson. I, I think you put together quite a lineup, uh, the the best of the best. So I appreciate uh, you having me on. Well, I got to get I got to get in two of the 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 better mats in Western New York with you and Matt Beauvais as well. So uh, I, I appreciate you taking time to to join me in this premiere lineup of guests today. So uh, I mean, what does this what does this opener mean for you tomorrow because I know last year with COVID and how no fans in attendance and this is going to be the first time that Highmark Stadium has had full capacity at the stadium since the 2019 season what does this opener for the Bills this year mean for you is it more about the fans being back is it more about the Bills actually being series contenders and for a Super Bowl this year uh, what what exactly does this opener mean for you yeah, I mean, for me, I was talking to uh, Elena Gatzenberg, uh, who I think you're going to have on the show, and Catherine Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. regular season Bills game. And I was telling them, A, get there really early this week with, you know, 70,000 people back in the building. It's going to be hectic down there. But also, make sure you take some time in the, in the craziness to really take it all in. And, you know, in the, in the press box where – we're kind of insulated a bit. It's hard to hear at times what's going on in the stadium. But I think that tomorrow is one of those games where if I could sneak out just for a minute or two to just take it all in, I kind of want to because it's special, man. Like going through all last year was so weird being in that building with nobody there and then having the 6,500 for the two playoff games. Uh, you know, I know what it means to the city. You know, my entire family is filled with Bills fans that are in Buffalo and, you know, outside of Buffalo that still root for the team. So just the emotions around what this is going to mean for the city and, you know, the weekend of celebrating 9-11. I mean, it's just an, it's going to be an emotional day, I think. 
Matt Perino from NewYorkUpstate.com, Syracuse.com, joining us right now on the Western Hotline on WGR. So, Matt, uh, sort of the topic that, we are, that we're going to be focusing in t- on today is your, the biggest matchup that you're looking at with this Bills opener against the Steelers. What are you watching for the most uh, with whether it's one unit in particular against another, one player against another with the Steelers? What are you looking for uh, to watch the most with this matchup? You know, I... I think it's going to come down to how can the Pittsburgh Steelers limit this Bills passing attack. They did it early last year. They they had a good plan for Josh Allen and this offense, and I thought that they got some decent pressure. I thought that, you know, they did a good job. But you can only do that, I feel like, for so long. I mean, we saw it in the preseason game with the way that this Bills offense just moved up and down the field. Uh, they hadn't been, they hadn't played a game all all summer, and they came out with one drive, score a touchdown, another drive, they move the ball, and then another drive, uh, touchdown in the third drive. So I think it's going to be where's T.J. Watt's conditioning level at? Uh, what does Melvin Ingram offer? I know Alex Highsmith is questionable if he can't go. Where are they going to get answers? Cam Hayward up the middle is going to test that interior, which I I believe we're going to get a, a a big chunk of Cody Ford. I don't know if he's going to play. The whole game, I'd imagine he starts, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Mike Butker in there as well. But it's going to be a challenge up front. And then you look at the left tackle spot. I asked Deion Dawkins about this yesterday. You know, where's your conditioning level at? He's confident. He thinks he's back. He thinks he's ready to go. But a 60-minute football game is just a little bit different. Where's Mm -hmm. his cardio in the fourth quarter? So I think that's going to be the matchup that determines this game because if if the Steelers can't consistently slow this offense down, they're just, just going to run them out of that place. Yeah, when we talked with Sean McDermott yesterday, you mentioned the guard battle, and, and, and McDermott wasn't really open to kind of giving any details as to how that was going to play out. How do you feel that that guard battle has played out, and who's going to be on that starting line at the guard position uh, when the offense takes the field tomorrow? It's hard. I think I think Cody Ford's been solid. Um, I know that there's there seems to be a lot of criticism him and I don't think we've seen enough yet and I and I think working your way back from the injury that he had you know any leg injury where you got to kind of plant and drive it's going to take a while to get that back to where you feel 100% comfortable I think he's he's at least in a place now where you can get him locked in at that right guard spot let him let him play next to Daryl Williams who they both went to Oklahoma they built a pretty strong relationship and see what you have there but I think they like like too, and and the, they're, they've never shied away from a, a position rotation. I mean, they don't they don't uh, have any problems doing that if that's what is the best situation for the team. So I think they're going to go into the game and probably see how it plays out and how's Cody Ford playing. But I do at the same time find it interesting that they've never really been committed enough to Cody Ford to just say, come hell or high water, we're going to give Cody Ford this job for this amount of time. Go back to his rookie year. No matter what happened, week after week, it was that rotation with Ty Enseki that kept coming back up. Uh, he had some, some, some starts last year where he was starting to settle in, but they were moving him on both sides of the line. So I think that it might be time to just hand the reins over to Cody and just see if he can sink or swim for a few weeks in a row. We'll see what, what approach they take. 
Matt, uh, the other battle that McDermott talked about yesterday, which we now know it has a winner in that battle, is the CB2 battle between Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace. And, and once again, it is Levi Wallace prevailing through all the competition that he's had to go through to win that battle and get the star opposite of Tredavious White. Uh, was there really any doubt through as the preseason went on that Levi Wallace was the, the, the second cornerback opposite Tredavious White? Or do you think that Dane Jackson has done enough in, uh, in in the preseason and in, in early in year two of his NFL career to kind of give the Bills a little bit of hope that, hey, there might be something here more than just, you know, Dane Jackson, the seventh-round pick from a year ago. Yeah, it's for me it's been about three weeks or so that I've kind of had it wrapped up for Levi. I know Sean um, has maintained the competition there. But, you know, it, it just goes back to he's old faithful. You know, they can they trust him to be an above average level competent starter. And sometimes, you know, a lot of teams in this league don't have that at the second cornerback spot. So, you know, I, I've had him kind of penciled in there. Now with Dane, it's interesting. He's had kind of a, a little bit more quiet of a of a training camp and then preseason he hasn't made as many plays as he did in the spring and last year in the two spot starts. So but they still are very high on him. I mean, just go back and listen to the way that Brandon Bean spoke about him in the offseason, and even in a recent interview that he did with Tim Graham of The Athletic, he said, he point blank asked him, Tim did, why didn't you go out and sign another cornerback? And he said, we like what we have. So if Levi Wall- you get Levi Wallace in there, if something happens with them, him, they like Dane Jackson to come in there, uh, be ready to play. He proved that ability last year. And then they continue to like Saran Neal, who, you know, they call him maybe they're one of their better overall tacklers in that hybrid cornerback nickel safety role that they've carved out for him. So uh, I think they like what they have, and I know Bills fans are frustrated with that at times, but they're confident that they have enough uh, to make plays back there. And I mean, it's hard to argue too, Brayton. They they finished fourth in the NFL last year in takeaways, mm-hmm. and when you're when you're producing like that, it's kind of, the proof is kind of in the pudding. So until it's not happening at that level. It's, it's easy to understand why they're they're so confident. Matt Perino, a few more minutes with him here on the Western Hotline from Syracuse.com and NewYorkUpstate.com. Well, Matt, uh, we, we thought we were going to have the return of Star Latulale for at least this first game earlier this preseason, but it turns out he's going to be out. He's dealing with a calf issue. Is this just kind of status quo for the Bills, especially with how everything played out last year? Or how do you think the, the that the absence of Starlo Tulele impacts the Bills in this game heading into the uh, matchup with the Steelers. Yeah, there's some frustration uh, within the fan base uh, not having Latulale available again after everything, the, the, the storyline that's, that's played out over the last year. I mean, you go back to the, to the opt-out, um, which, you know, you, you kind of chalk that up and say he was doing something for his family. Uh, he comes back, and then he, he ends up having to be out of the building for five days because apparently he's not vaccinated. And, you know, it's, if you're a fan and you're looking at this guy who, you know, you hear the, 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 the coaching staff, players talk about his value and what he's going to allow other people in this defense, important pieces in this defense, uh, to be able to do in a big year for Tremaine Edmonds and Ed Oliver, it's frustrating. But i got to tell you, from every conversation I've had with Starla Tulele uh, since he's been back, I'd imagine he's just as frustrated. Uh, he was excited the last time we talked to him. 12 snaps against the Packers. And I think this is going to be a situation where 
It's probably one week. I bet he, I bet he's back, ready to go for Miami. They said that the, uh, Sean said that he was trending in the right direction earlier this week. It just didn't happen quick enough, apparently. But Harrison Phillips, the good news there, who's the bet that the the prime he's feeling right. able to rehab. Uh, what was at first a worrisome, fearful injury that uh, they came back and realized it was something he was going to get back from quickly, and he's ready to go. And and so that's a that's good news. And they're they're. They're used to this, and I don't think that the, the game's going to come down to what you know happens on the interior necessarily, unless Najee Harris is ready to go for 150 and a couple touchdowns. I think the Bills are prioritizing putting an emphasis on stopping them and letting Ben Roethlisberger try to beat him with their arm. And you know they they intercepted him twice last year. I'd imagine the secondary and you know the pressure that they're going to get from their edge players. Greg Rousseau, I mean, all eyes are going to be on him in this game. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. And they just got to do their best to not let any type of, you know, momentum build in the run. You could take a, a hit or two here or there, but you just don't want them to get, you know, a couple of drives where they're, they're pounding the ball down your throat. Last thing I'll ask you here, Matt, before we let you go, is there anybody that you're watching in particular this season to have a breakout year and kind of establish themselves on this team as, uh, you know, somebody who's going to have a big impact? I mean, we've seen that over the years with guys like Tredavious White and even Josh Allen last year. You know, Stefan Diggs proved to be a legitimate number one wide receiver in the NFL, if there was any doubt really in that matter before that. But is there anyone this year on this Bills roster that you can see breaking out and really establishing themselves as a key key player going forward with this organization? It's an absolute tie between between Tremaine Edmonds and Ed Oliver. Uh, I've talked about both of them recently on radio hits that I've done nationally. And, you know, if you're asking me who I think would be a better bet, I'd probably go with Tremaine Edmonds just based on what I think Star means for him. But, man, I've, I've gone back now and I've watched a couple games here in the preseason and Ed Oliver, to me, looks like he's ready to break out. Like, he looks like he's understanding how to win more. The explosion is kind of pairing with the understanding of how to battle against, you know, guards. And he's in a, in a spot now where I think they're going to let him play his more natural position at three technique. Now, stars out this week, and you, you figure, okay, what does that mean? Does that mean more Vernon Butler? Uh, pairing with Harrison Phillips and, and, and staying away from putting Ed Oliver in that spot, you'd probably hope. But I think that you know Ed Oliver is going to make plays. I think there's no way that Tremaine Edmonds doesn't start to make some of these splash plays. Uh, he gets his hands on so many balls. Uh, I'd go with those two guys. Well, you can follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Perino, and uh, you can follow his work at Syracuse.com and also NewYorkUpstate.com. Matt, thanks again for taking the time on this Saturday to join the show. Enjoy tomorrow. Enjoy being back at the stadium with the full crowd, and I'm sure we'll talk plenty more as the season goes on. Brayden, have a great weekend, man. Enjoy the game. Thank you. You as well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.